On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we talk about the Lightning 3-2 win. The Lightning may be still down in the series, but they ain't out yet. We'll talk about that all and more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. On this episode, we're recapping the Lightning 3 2 win from yesterday at home to put themselves back in this series after going down 2 0 on Friday night, losing by the same score 3 2. And really the best start, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to start off by thanking all of you for making us your first listen of the day or your first watch. And I've been thanking all of you, the Lightning fans, all season long uh, for doing that. And I'd like to take a moment in right now to thank not only Lightning fans and, and our usual listeners, but thanking you, the Ranger fans, who have been reaching out on Twitter, who have been contacting the show on youtube with your incoherent sentences and your outlandish predictions as well as just forgetting that you need to win four games to win a series uh, while some of you are planning out your stanley cup parade right now as we speak um you forget that you're playing against the two-time defending stanley cup champions a team that has been absolutely through the grinder the last couple of seasons and you saw it that this team, what the best thing that they do when it comes playoff time, as 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 well as just in general, is that they've been through it all. They know how to battle. They they know what to do when the going gets tough. And we saw it yesterday, uh, scoring uh, in the last forty seconds of the game, a goal from Andre Palat. And I think. Really, in this game, you know, Igor Shostarkin, I'm going to give him credit. He's been playing fantastic, uh, matching Vasilevsky uh, save for save throughout this entire series. Uh, at certain times, uh, really being the better goaltender, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and be biased and say Vasilevsky's still better. I mean, the, the performances throughout the first three games have proven Igor Shostarkin still has the upper hand. But I think with this... With, with, with this game, we're starting to see maybe a weakness from Igor Shesterkin. Now, especially if you look in yesterday's game, the Lightning beat him three times on his left side. Uh, and Palat and Kucherov's goals were almost pretty much in the identical locations. And I think that is something that the Lightning will exploit in game four tomorrow night and i think that is something they need to go through and even even in stamkos's goal the one timer from the high slot or the low point or i i guess it was the high slot more so even him over the left shoulder of shesterkin and i think that is something that the lightning are going to look look at as maybe a source of weakness and something that you're going to start to see a lot more shots if it's open on that side of the net 
And, and that's really what it comes down to. That comes down to veteran leadership experience, great coaching. And, and, and that's why it's been mystifying to me that a lot of Ranger fans are talking the way they've been talking, uh, talking smack to the show, just acting the way they've been acting on, on social media. And it's, it's very strange because you would have figured that these guys, these fans at least, would have been humble a little bit more humble given that they haven't won a championship since the nineties and, and that, you know, they, they've went through the first two series of the playoffs, really not playing a everyday goalie, uh, Louis Domingue in the first, uh, who I'm, I'm sure there was some lightning. I mean, we, uh, lightning fans know Louis Domingue. He used to play for the lightning, uh, but I'm sure there were some hockey fans at that point in the series who had no idea who Louis Domingue was before uh, they played the Penguins. And then you have the second round. You got Freddie Anderson out. Uh, and then you have basically that revolving door of goaltenders. Well, mostly Auntie Ranta. But Auntie Ranta, you could tell, really isn't a goaltender who could win a Stanley uh, a, a playoff series. Um, and then you run into the best goaltender in the world. So, And, and I think that now... Granted, this was all a reaction towards my 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 lightning in five prediction. That is that's not gonna happen at this point. I think it's gonna be lightning in seven, if anything. Um, but the lightning need to go out and play with that same level of intensity that they played uh yesterday. Uh completely out shooting and overwhelming the Rangers on the offensive side of things. 52 shots on goal. Uh, as opposed to the Rangers 30. And I think really what the difference maker in this game was that the Lightning did a lot better with their puck possession. They did a lot better in the faceoff circle. Just an overall better job of of puck possession. Uh, that was an issue for them through these first two games. Uh, you saw it in game one. I mean, that was why that game was so lopsided. Game two, they little they did a little better in that aspect. It still led to a couple of chances here and there and, and, and a goal here and there. Uh, but you saw in this game, the Lightning did a lot better, uh, t- especially taking care of the puck in the neutral zone. That has been something that we've spoken about all season long, where the Lightning, uh, as good as they are in other aspects of the game, not so much uh, – on their own blue line or in their in the neutral zone. So they definitely need to do a better job of that as the series goes along. Um, but really, if you want to look at this game from the other night um, and, and compare it to game two, uh, the Rangers, for the most part, won game two in the faceoff circle. Uh, they did a very good job, almost 68% in the faceoff circle. And that's something that we've also spoken about that the Lightning have not done a consistently good job of all season long. And and I spoke about that with Chris Kent, Krent, uh, Krent the other day when he was on the show on Friday that really we both agreed that uh, it's very important, especially in this stage of the game, where a team like the Lightning uh, who who needs to – excuse me, I'm, I have my AC on, so I totally forgot. You know, this is supposed to be a professional environment, and look at me. Uh, I'm keeping this in anyway. But uh, – <laughs> It's so important for a team like the Lightning, who has had their struggles um, clearing the puck out of the zone at times, which often leads to high danger scoring chances as well as goals. Um, the Lightning need to win faceoffs. They need to do a better job of that. Uh, in game two, excuse me, they were actually the better team 
58%, which is surprising given uh, that they did not come out on top. Usually in games in which the Lightning control the face-off circle, they do a very good job of, of puck possession. They, they, often, they, they often go on to win those games. Uh, but you saw here and there, especially in game two, that that wasn't the case. Uh, it didn't really correlate to the, the to the to the point of the game where they were not giving up those chances. I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the the Zabanajad goal, or or I think it was actually the Capo goal, the Capo Caco goal. Um, if not, it was a couple of chances there where uh, they had to make Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky basically saved them. Uh, and kept the game close. Uh, but that's the other thing, giving up second chances. Uh, we saw on the con Andre Miller goal, that was a little bit of a weird bounce there off a block, uh, very good block from Hagel. Uh, but at the same time, um, that play shouldn't have never happened. Uh, that was off a turnover. So the, the Lightning need to take care of that. They need to control the puck uh, better, especially in their own zone, and not give up uh, easy chances uh, in – in their own zone. So we'll talk about uh, more as we go along. But first, I want to talk about our first sponsor of the day, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, it's that time of year where the weather, especially if you're up by me in the New York area, it's up and down, up and down, hot one day, very miserably cold the other day. And the best part about it is that uh, so with Athletic Greens, uh, it will keep you healthy. It will give you great gut health, and it's great for everybody of any walk of life, whether you're keto, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Uh, Athletic Greens is good for you, and the best part is that it contains less than one gram of sugar. I use this myself. I wake up every morning, and before I drink anything or eat anything, I use this to start my day off right, and the best part about it as well, especially in today's economy, that it is cost-friendly. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash at NHL network to take advantage over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So once again, um, just want to thank all of you for making us our first listen, all of the enthusiasm that you've been showing, make sure and go ahead to use that enthusiasm and, and, and direct that. And, and by following us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. So you could uh, reach out to me during games or whether I tweet something about the Lightning, you could tell me whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, or why the Lightning are, in fact, going to win in seven. Uh, and then go ahead and follow us on our YouTube page. You guys have been doing a fantastic job subscribing to the channel, uh, showing a lot of enthusiasm, and comment below, especially if you are listening to us or watching us, excuse me, on our YouTube channel right now. Go ahead and drop a comment below. Ask us how you feel about the Lightning right now after they took game three uh, and have a chance to even things up in game four at home. So make sure and go ahead and do that. So really, you know, as as much as I would like the series to kind of be flip-flop to one Lightning, uh, beggars can't be choosers at this point. I think that game three was a very good response. I would have very much liked uh, the Lightning to have had the lead 
uh, earlier than what they eventually did getting it in the in the closing seconds. Uh, a game-winning goal from Andre Palat, uh, very similar to that of Ross Colton's early on in the playoffs. Um, and, and really, once again, that goes back to starting the game off right. Uh, in this one, I thought the Lightning played well for the most part in the first period. Uh, anytime you go into the first intermission, regardless of, of the shots on net or how maybe your team is looking, uh, the silver lining is always that the game is tied or scoreless at that point. So that and, and you get a chance to kind of restart things in the second period. Um, but it didn't start that way in the second period. Um, two concerning goals. And this has been something that the Lightning has struggled with throughout the playoffs as well as throughout the regular season. And it's just guys down low losing track of opposing players, uh, allowing them to create space for themselves in front of Vasilevsky, create that traffic. And, and that is something that the Lightning need to improve on. I thought they did a fantastic job uh, in the Panther series of doing that. Now, a lot of people will attribute the result of that series to, well, the Panthers were just simply burnt out. And yeah, you could you could make that excuse for the team, but that also takes away from the quality of play that the Lightning did. And I thought really um, that was really one of the defining factors throughout that series other than the shots blocked. Um, and I think that the Lightning need to do a better job of that. You can't have guys like Chris Kreider just get lost down there. Uh, that was something that was very concerning to me, especially after giving up that one-timer to Mika Zibanejad, who we have seen this entire series really terrorize the Lightning, uh, that one-timer from the circle doing his best Steven Stamkos impression out there. And I think that the Lightning need to cycle over better, get in front of that shot. Um, I think if the Lightning do a better job of doing that and 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 keeping tabs on where everybody is and where everybody needs to be, I think that is something that will eventually, especially in game four early on, if the Rangers don't see that that shot is available or that shot lane is open, um, that is something that is going to frustrate them. And they need to do a better job down low with Chris Kreider. Uh, he has beat them a couple of times throughout this series down low. And, and not just Kreider, other people as well. Even if it hasn't resulted in goals, I think Kreider being that low, I think there there needs to be something done. Uh, whether it's a matchup thing, I would preferably uh, like to see someone like an Alex Kalorn down there uh, fighting him for position. I think, you know, Kreider is a big guy, so you're going to need someone equally as big. And I think Alex Kalorn would be someone who could kind of almost shadow Kreider, especially in the low slot, kind of kick him out of there. You know, if it results in a, in a power play for the Rangers, I'm fine with that. It's more so of a for me at least it would be more so of a of a message sent to the rangers now i know we're, we're kind of past the point of sending messages in this series we're going into game four usually game one is really when you want to do that maybe game two uh but really i i think that the lightning really need to do a better job in that regard uh yeah andre vasileski is going to bail you out he's gonna he's gonna make as many great saves as he can but at the end of the day, the Lightning need to help themselves and help their cause and help their goaltender. And that's that really starts down low in front of him. Um, I would I would I would if I had to choose between the two evils. I would take one timers from the circles because those are shots that you, you could see a lot better 
instead of those scrambles, it seems like Vasilevsky oftentimes than not uh, struggles uh, with when when chaos ensues ensues uh, in front of him down low. And and but on the other side of things, I thought the Lightning did a very good job creating chances for themselves. They spread the puck out very well. Um, they did a lot of good things east to west in their own zone. But the thing that still continues to plague them. Uh, even though they did have 52 shots on goal, um, I would take quality over quantity. Now, some might disagree with that. Some might say, well, you know, once you get up in the 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 upper 30s, mid 40s, that's when you really start to test the merit of a goaltender. Uh, I would disagree. I, I think that depending on the goaltender, especially a guy, and I mentioned this before the, before the series started, uh, they have to get to Shesterkin very early on he's the kind of goaltender similar to Vasilevsky where the more shots he sees and the more shots he saves um he's just going to get hot he's just going to get he's going to catch momentum and that's not something that the lightning obviously want um so I think what they really need to do is is strike as early as possible make him work early um and and unfortunately part of that whole mentality and that whole style of play in terms of uh very very fat counterattacks, very fast counterattacks. Uh that has a lot to do with the absence of of Braden Point. Braden Point was someone that was the best in the league at doing that, other than guys like I would say probably Connor McDavid comes to mind. Uh I'm 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 just talking about more so people that are still left in the playoffs. Uh but yeah, uh Braden Point, the lightning you could tell at certain points in this series have definitely missed his presence. And especially that aspect of their offense where uh, all it, you know, the Lightning make a great stop in their own zone. Uh, they block a shot, they force a turnover, and and they pass it off to twenty one, and it's off to the races from there. And that's really something that I, you could tell that they've definitely missed. Uh, at the same time, they still have players that are capable of doing such things. Uh, one name that always comes to mind is Ross Colton. Uh, whenever you see Ross skate down the ice, it's it's never you know really a glide. It's more so. Uh, it's like he shot out of a cannon. And that is something that I think maybe John Cooper should explore uh, in the series, allow him to maybe at certain points cheat down ice. You know, if, if the puck is at the blue line, as long as guys aren't getting behind you down low in front of Vasilevsky or even in the neutral zone, I would tell uh, Ross Colton to maybe cheat up just a little bit uh, and, and, and cheat a little bit of ice so he could get kind of start that off that fast break. Um, so we'll, we'll see what Coop does in game four. I would imagine he's going to change some more things around. I think he's going to, um, just, you know, just looking at the numbers, he's going to encourage, um, Kucherov and Stamkos to really take control. Uh, I spoke about with Chris Kren the other day, and we both agreed that really the thing that the lightning need to do better. And you saw it in this game, but I would like to see those, you know, shot numbers up a little bit more is the involvement from the the defensive core, which for the most part uh, did a very good job of that. The only thing that I don't like about the numbers, just looking at them, a lot of minuses in the plus minus column for this defensive core. So those guys need to do a better job of, of keeping the puck out of the net. And really, like I said, that all goes back to, to um, not allowing the Rangers get 
deep and close and, and create a lot of traffic up in front of front of Vasilevsky. So we'll talk about game four and then we'll also talk about game four tomorrow. So make sure to tune in for that. That's why it's so important. You keep on those notification buttons, but we'll talk about all that more. But first I'm going to talk about our last sponsor of the day and that is betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info, final latest sports developments, news and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your number one continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, to wrap things up on today's show, uh, just kind of giving a little bit of a preview, we'll talk about more uh, about game four tomorrow. But Really, the the Lightning, what they need to do is really nothing too far out of the box. We've spoken about it really throughout this entire episode and really for the most part the entire season and the playoffs. Um, the, the Lightning needs to do a better job uh, just giving Vasilevsky a chance in terms of just a, not allowing the Rangers to crowd that space down low. Like I said, if, if Cooper wants to shadow guys like Chris Kreider, uh, especially him who has been doing a good job of doing that for the Rangers. I, I, I would say go ahead, knock yourself out, maybe have Kalorn down there. Uh, that will probably – or even Perry who who does a fantastic job down there, who's made a living his entire career down there. Um, I, I would like to see the Lightning uh, cut down on the, on the, the turnovers, uh, especially high up in their own zone that allows to – that that – that kind of play allows for the Rangers to have a lot of odd man chances on the other side of the ice. And as great Vasilevsky is, I just don't want to chance it. I, I think after a while, I mean, one or two chances is fine, but uh, those are the kind of chances also, even if he can't save one, those are the kind of chances uh, that could flip a game in a matter of seconds. Even if the lightning are playing well, that's kind of, that's the kind of thing that could tilt a, the momentum in favor of New York and and the Lightning need to win Game Four uh, because you want to you need to win every game that you have on home ice. Uh, that's just what you got to do in the playoffs. And and the Lightning for the most part have done a good job. Uh, the other thing that I didn't address in the early on uh, early part of the episode was uh, a lot of people, especially on the Rangers side, acting like they 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 slayed Goliath. Uh, because they 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 are the first team in 17 games to to beat the Lightning after following up a loss, and I I just don't understand. Um, I, I I don't understand. First of all, I, I I think a lot of people that follow this team, a lot of people um, that have watched this team over the last couple of years, this is a great team. Their experience and and you know that streak as great as it was. It wasn't going to carry on, you know, it, that would have been something great to talk about, but going, you know, the fact that the lightning were up that high in terms of consecutive games, one after a loss, that's a great stat. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's, that's not the stat that you really care about. I mean, it is what it is. Now it's time to start a, another, another streak. Um, but yeah, I don't understand. I, it wasn't just Rangers fans. I saw it was, it was other, Hockey fans, uh, certain people on Twitter that I actually uh, I do respect what they say and and the fact that they were so 
shocked that that happened. I mean, this the, the Lightning are a very good hockey team, but and they have a very good group of group of guys. But at the same time, the team they're playing right now is also very good, uh, and, and they they hundred percent deserve to be in this series. And and you know, as much as I wanted the Lightning to finish up this series in five, because what you got waiting for you on the Western Conference side of things. Uh, you're going to definitely need some days off and, and some days to prep. Um, I'm not the least shocked that the, the series is where it is right now. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the Lightning tied things up in game four and then the Rangers win game five. I, I wouldn't be surprised if these teams trade shots and we see something similar to the series against Toronto because these are two very good hockey teams, uh, two teams that have both found their strides and and – you know, it, it really what it comes down to at this point in time is is a matter of attrition. And I think that the Lightning, given their experience, you know, like I said uh, early on, I, I, I think that the Rangers are a very good team, uh, but they're just not there yet. I think, uh, you know, they're young and, and and all that. But I think that, you know, it's maybe not their time, but we'll see. You know, maybe I'll be wrong, but I, I still have faith in this team. I have faith in the, the leadership that is in that dressing room that skates out on the ice on a nightly basis. And. I expect big games from in, in game four from guys like Nikita Kucherov, who's been absolutely playing incredible. Nick Paul, who continues to to make Julian Breeze boss look like an absolute genius. Um, and and as well as Steven Stamkos. And and I expect uh, Andre Vasilevsky. I expect him. I'm still waiting on that Patton Vasilevsky game in this series for him. It's going to come sooner or later, uh, whether it be uh tomorrow in game four or or Thursday in game five. So we'll see. I, I expect the Lightning to win that game and, and go back to New York with the series tie. So in the meantime, we'll 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 circle back tomorrow and talk more about game four. So but in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.